We're recording. What's up? Hello. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the We'll Figure This Out Later pod. Damn, it's been a minute. Look what a week will do to you. Podcast episode three. I am your co-host, Darian. Accompanied here with me is the co-host, the better half, Unique. Hello, guys. Hope everybody's week was good. Sorry for the uh, delay in recording our lives. Never mind. We had uh, some more important things going on. I was getting ready to say some shit. Make it seem like we didn't care about the podcast. That's a lie. We just had some things going on. Uh, slow news week. A lot of shit didn't happen. Had a lot of shit happened. A lot of ignorant shit. But before we get... Your eye. Oh, no. A lot <laughs> caught my eye. We're going to talk about some of that. Oh, <laughs> what <okay>. I... <laughs> What I would like to talk about first, and I'm going to go ahead and just, I'm going to ruin the whole mood. This shit has been bothering me. I've been waiting to talk about this with you for a while now. For whatever reason, I don't know that we've ever spoken about this. And I don't know why. It's crazy. Um, okay. So let's get into it. And I'm going to keep it on hip hop is a music culture, but it could easily be broadened into just everyday life. But I was sitting there the other day and I was like, I somehow I came across a video of Justin Bieber singing a, uh, a song, a very racist song. And there's video footage because I had someone try to, you know, like, eh, that may not have been real. And I was like, mm, here's video footage. <clears throat> he was singing some songs uh, that was uh, very racist, blatantly racist, used the N-word very heavily in the song, talking about, you know, killing, killing niggers. Uh, if I was in the KKK, there'd be one less lonely nigger. And so I was sitting there and I was like, now this was this was several years ago, back whenever I think he was first coming into prominence. And I was like, I know we're a forgiving culture. But at what point do we stop allowing people outside of our culture to do things and use our culture, make a profit off of use our culture for gain. And then when they are no longer, we are no longer useful to them. They act like we are no longer useful. So I started thinking heavily. And the more I thought the angrier I got <clears throat> where I see pop stars will come and use our artist to get a hit and then they no longer want to fuck with us. The Justin Bieber thing. I was like, Oh, like, did we just sweep this under the rug? And I was like, Oh, so he got with Usher and so he was a nigga. So it's cool. Now we're just going to sweep this one under the rug. Like, no, no, no. There's video footage of this. Mm. And then they just do an apology and all is forgiven. So I started thinking, I started going over, um, I started going through my own music music library and mm-hmm. the amount of artists from other genres <clears throat> that come in and just use us. They make a profit off of our people, our culture, and then they dip. Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, making country music, you know, TV show kind of fell off. 
music wasn't hitting the same as it wasn't was. Here, I'll go get a Mitchell and S. Jordan jersey, get with Mike Will, and just shake my ass with some niggas. And while well, I say we, I say we as a generalization, maybe not me and you specifically, but we, you know, we support it. Oh, yeah, look at Miley. Ah, and then it hit. She had the money. She dipped. And then wanted to come back in years later and disrespect our culture and speak down on our people and, you know, the things we do. <clears throat> Katy Perry's done it multiple times. She's done it with Juicy J, Kanye West. You know, you put a single out, single didn't really have much traction. So what do you do? You go grab the unarguably, because you can look the numbers up, it's unarguable that we have the most streamed, most listened to music in the world. Our influences and in everything that we do. And so what does she do? She go grabs, go grab the niggas. Put them on a song, gain traction, and then boom, you you back riding. And it's frustrating to me because at what point do we stop allowing these people to do this? When do we stop feeding the attention into it and just being like, no, either you fuck with us and you fuck with us long way, whole, or you don't do it at all? I feel like we've spoken out about this a lot especially on Twitter, social media in general, it's just kind of get taken as a joke. Because, I mean, like you said, it has been happening in Miley Cyrus. Hell, they're even doing it in China. Like, there's Asian boys over there getting their hair corn-rolled, and then they're out here dressing like back in the 90s, put it that way, just to get sales. But it's like once we speak out on it, we're not taken seriously. It's just kind of like, oh, you're being overdramatic. Get over it. But when we see white girls wearing like box braids, stuff like that, and we say, well, that's cultural appropriation, you know, they just, well, it's just a hairstyle. Like, no, like that's our culture, you know, like we have reasons for that. Like that dates back to slavery. And even before then, like there's reasons for braids. It's not just because, you know, we think the shit's cute, <laughs> but I don't know how long we just put like the hammer down and just be like, you know, please say, you know, just say no. Like, if you know they're doing this just for sales, I mean, yeah, they offer you a good money. I don't know. Me personally, I think I would just turn it down, turn down the offer. If we just start canceling them out, maybe they might appreciate us a little bit more. But then, you know, there's that back and forth of like, oh, the racism, you know, like on both sides, even though that's not the case, it's just we want to be hurt. So I don't know. <clears throat> There's so many examples of it. The six nine thing, and this is—it's on music, but it's not all. It's not at the same time. The man blatantly snitched, <clears throat> which, in in my opinion, my opinion, my opinion only. If he was just a regular civilian, wasn't portraying a gang member and portraying that he lived by a street code, I don't look at what he I wouldn't look at what he done the way it was. But you've portrayed yourself in this manner and then you went against what is a code, an ethics thing, and you done it. And yet when he came out, he goes on Instagram Live and has two million views. Two million people sit in that live. And then you see him with the antics and the things he's doing. And I'm like, well, if we quit feeding into, and even, even me speaking on it right now is feeding into it, but 
if we quit feeding into it, it'll stop. If we don't stream the Katy Perry song with Juicy J, she may not do it anymore. Getting into a broader point of we can speak with the NFL thing with Colin Kaepernick. The NFL is 70% black people. Granted, I think it would be difficult to convince them all to just say, hey, look, some shit's going to fucking change. Well, we ain't fucking playing football no more. That's niggas, you know, that, that's how they make their living. They're feeding their family. So I get <clears throat> it would be difficult to get all of them to say, no, nah, either y'all figure it out, we out. Yeah. But we just keep – I feel like we as a culture just keep giving away all of this uh, – equity probably isn't the proper term, but cause I can't think of anything. We keep on giving away all of our equity, and then they just take it and they run with it. And we're like, hey, no, we want – no, like uh, – if Drake goes to Apple and is like, hey, look, like I want my fucking my album on the front page for a month. And they're like, nah, two weeks. And he's like, you know who the fuck, like, you know who the fuck I am? I'm fucking Drake. Like, all of this money that y'all are making off of me is because of me. Like, no, put it up for fucking a month. And they're like, mm, suck a dick. Sorry. Like, do what? Yeah. Do you know what the fuck I bring to the fucking table? And I just, it, it bothers me when I sit and I think that they just, they do it and they do it and they've done it and they've done it and they've done it and, done it and we just allow it they've to been doing as a culture. <laughs> like nothing, you can look at everything and you can you can pretty much relate it back, back to our culture. Like shit don't move without us. And it just, it's, it's just the multiple examples of like just people doing shit using us and then they're not fucking with us. And it's the way like we're fucking garbage at this point. I see done. a I see there's a and I won't, you know, I could say the name, but ain't nobody gonna know who it is anyway. So because she's a nobody, but there's a girl that I follow or that I'm friends with on Snapchat. Mm. Loves rap, Kodak Black, all the stuff. Ah but is super mm. against the Black Lives Matter movement. And it's like you can't have both. You either want one, you can't you either you can't have the two. Yeah. You can't love black men, but then are against the fact that the police are blatantly killing us at a at a high rate. I, I, you can't you can't have both. That's not how that works out. But that's what in a way is allowed. And it bothers me. It bothers me. I see TV, I get on Facebook. And there's weathermen in other towns doing dances and shit that we created. And in the comments, we hyping it up. We're so accepting of other people in our culture. And yet, maybe not the, it's, it's blatantly not the other way around. There's yeah. the, you know, the trending thing where you see a dude and, you know, a white dude and he knows a three, six mafia song. And it's like, oh, he invited to the, to, to the dinner, to the cookout. Well, do we get invited to the cookout when we know Maroon 5 songs? Hell no. <laughs> you already know the answer to that. And so it's just, it's, it's, it, it bothers me. 
Justin Timberlake did his little uh, little album where he was the man in the wood and shit didn't pop off, so he goes and get Meek's Mill and gets him on the single. It's like, no, 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 no. You wouldn't got with Chris Stapleton and y'all cool and the album didn't do what it was supposed to do. Yeah. And if we're being honest, niggas wasn't involved. Justin, we built your career, your solo career. Let me rephrase, because he was popping with NSYNC when him and the, was doing black yeah. dances. We built your your solo career, and you owe you know you owe us. Granted, I shouldn't probably use Justin because I feel like Justin's always been, he's always came back to the roots. And I think if I look at the credits, he probably had you know us producing some of those songs on that album. But it's not the point. It wasn't blatantly with us. Mm-hmm. And I guess I could I've got. I've got a list. You can't fucking see it. I just got a list of examples and shit. And it's bothersome that I feel like if there was a little more togetherness and we moved as a unit instead of individuals, we could end a lot of this shit. And it's very annoying to me to see as someone who loves this culture. I'm not even full black, but Preacher of the choir, now you know this, but it's like, when are we going to quit giving it away? When are we going to take what's ours? And it's fine if you guys want to use it, make a profit off of it, but give credit when the credit's due. And you got to be down with us during the good and the bad. If you're going to make all the money off of it, that's fine. But whenever shit hits the fan, you're going to ride with us whenever it's bad, too. You don't get to pick and choose when you fuck with our culture and when you don't. So either you down or you not, and if you not, then that's fine. It's cool, but don't make a don't make a profit and make money off of us. I think we as a people, like we really don't see how powerful we could be. Like you said, if we were to all come together and then realize our worth, but also that comes with like a failed system of like we've been out here trying to get it. That's what oh, we like to call out the mud, you know, stuff like that. But like, how should I put it? And a black man, I'm a black men in general, or just women, I don't care, the black culture. We are so tempted to pocket watch the next black person instead of congratulating them when they, you know, over their trials and tribulations and they get to the point that they've been wanting to get to versus a white man who's doing this in his community, you know, like, oh, you know, they congrats, congrats to one another, you know, and they move on. But we're so stuck on the fact like, well, if he got it, why can't I have it? You know, like, we feel like we always gotta be in competition with one another and that's not the case. Like, you wanna get something, go get it. Like, that's fine by me. You know, I'm asleep just like a baby whether I ain't got mine yet, but I'm glad you got yours, but we don't see that. And that kind of irritates me with our community because that sets us back a lot. Too much. Honestly, like if you think about gangs and where they came from, like they were there to help communities. Why are we over here killing one another for some money and drugs when we could just be bettering our communities and putting that money back, you know, putting the money back into those communities to help feed the kids, bring them up in better schools. Hell, if the city's not gonna fucking pay for better schools, We could be using that money for that if you really want to get technical. 
but we're so busy on, oh, I got to have a chain. I got to have the nice whip. Just because that's what the white man sees us as pretty much. But then they use our culture. Because think about it like this. The rims on a car were not really like the thing to do back in the day. Like they called us ghetto. They're so trashy. Why would you do that to a car? But what do you see now? You see white boys getting rims, systems in their car. It's not a problem no more, is it? No. It's normal, right? Because they're doing it. But when we started it, it was an issue. It's the most stolen culture. <laughs> Everything we do is stolen. Everything we do. They always get it until they do it themselves, no, and then it's then it's then it's fine. Started though, problem. But once they put their hands in it, it's completely okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> to dial back know. a little bit, uh, oh, what the fuck, what the fuck, I just lost it. What, what what I was gonna say is that anytime we've ever gained togetherness and we've started to do good for ourselves as a community, they've always cut the head off the snake, off the leader. Yep. Every time it's done, they have killed, or even in our own way, our own community is killed. Now, uh, the Judas and the Black Messiah movie, I don't know if you've watched it. Uh, It's about Fred Hampton Sr., yeah. super good if you hadn't watched it please get a chance to watch it i think we talked about it already but yeah. exactly that doing good for the community oh we realized how powerful we are we're not going to just maneuver and let y'all just do whatever you want all right get rid of them Bye. martin luther king who proven in court supreme court was killed by the government i know they don't teach that in school but you can literally google the uh, the resort, the court result results. Jesus Christ, the court results is there. Malcolm X, Doctor CB, that wasn't the government, but using holistic practices and proven in court that he was able to cure all these diseases. Pharmacy, pharmaceutical company, short. You know, he short stopping their grind. They killing niggas over a couple thousand dollars in the block. So. You fucking with billions of dollars right there. They're going to get rid of you. It, mm-hmm. it's, it's Nipsey Hustle, But that was, you know, and that was a situation of our own people. But yeah. anytime we start to, you know, gain traction, they've always taken, taken the head out. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's disappointing. It's angering. It's annoying. Annoying isn't even the correct term. It's angering. But that is something that I was sitting there and I was thinking about. And I was like, all right, that'd be a good that'd be something good to talk about, get it out there. And then I was like, well, we had never spoken about that, that I know of. We have probably in a roundabout way, but as direct as that, I just, and I use music because, you know, I have this love for music. So I use music as my starting point, but you can look at everything we do. And it's all, it's all that they just take. And then, sorry. (laughs) It's just, like okay, that's what it's gonna keep on letting it happen, and I hope eventually doing it. we literally they took we, us, but hey, it's weird. yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, and I just hope that we we get it together because that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna continue to do it until we stop allowing them to do so. Like I said, we need to come together first. 
we need to get our shit done and <laughs> have it in order before we start coming for them. Put it like that. I said, we ain't going to get nowhere if we just mm. over here killing one another for a couple thousand dollars, thinking that's going to get us somewhere and then ain't even going to stretch it to next month. I'm annoyed. <laughs> you kind of, yeah, they kind of pissed me off. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> That's why I was like, let me get it out of the way at the beginning of the podcast. Let me get it out of the way because this shit has been sitting on my. I was mad hype last week. I was like, yeah, we gonna fuck with cool. Ooh, I was I was on one, and then I've kind of had time to kind of cool down since then because I was gonna come in this moment and start talking talking shit. But I've had time to cool down since then. That little week break was actually really good because. <laughs> It was going to be nasty. We came in here on Monday. Like I originally put, because I, oh, I was, I was up to like two or three that night. I was so goddamn mad. I was going to come in here looking like I was stressed out because I was. God. I had bags. Oh, I was livid. Oh, I was so mad. But I beat the dig a few times since then, so I'm, I'm good. All right, <laughs> get the ball rolling. So Texas opened back up <laughs> fully. Hey, hey let me Greg. tell you something. <laughs> when I saw Governor, not my governor, Texas Governor Abbott, and he said he did that shit like it was an album announcement. That nigga might as well have been like, Yerd. it said, I've got a big announcement coming in 15 minutes. Stay tuned. No. <laughs> what you got a mixtape dropping? Like that, he should have just had Boost Mobile when they first came out with the chirp. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> Where you at? <laughs> he said, "Yeah, you ain't outside." No, they did no, they outside. I've I been know. on Snapchat. They, God. but they've been pretty much open in a way. Like some places really are like because I, you know, I go down to Texas on a on a decent decent regular basis, and you know some places are like mad enforcing. Some places aren't so much, but like Texas. Uh, the city of Atlanta and then Florida as a whole state, which doesn't surprise me because never mind. Florida. But I saw that tweet and I was like, oh, so this is survival of the fittest. And I got, you know, I got, I got people, I got fam- all my family except for, you know, my, me and my mom and my, our family live in Texas. And I was like, hey, you niggas dead. Be safe though. God. <clears throat> I just, I just, what made you wake up? Well, not you, obviously. Greg. I'm going to call him Greg. I don't even call him governor at this point. Um, Greg. Just decided to wake up and be like, yeah, we're going to open up. Like, what made you think that was okay? I think what's more wild to me is the reaction of, like, people that are still like, no, nah, you got to wear a mask inside. I saw, uh, it was an article, and I think it was on Twitter. It went around Twitter pretty heavily. Was but, it the uh, Mexican, Mexican restaurant? Yeah, and they were like, we're going to call ice. And I was like... Reading that. I was so heated. Like, you're okay with people serving you food when, you know, if you don't have to wear a mask, but it's an issue if they tell you to wear a mask, and you're going to call ice? Are you serious? Eat, they want to eat the authentic Mexican food, but then they don't want what comes with being authentic Mexican food. They want like, to go to Mexico to enjoy the Mexican culture in Cabo. So pissed off, Cinco de Mayo. right? 
wing bullshit like that. Like, how but they you don't be so want the Mexicans here. You know, the same people that'll be upset if a doctor were to perform a surgery on you, didn't wear gloves, the mask, none of that PPE stuff, and you fucked around and got an infection. You'd be the first one ready to. Well, sit. they already got infections. Well, I'm just saying. Think they about start it. all the infections. It's not an issue when your doctor wear a mask and tries not to give you anything or vice versa. So why can't you be considerate for your neighbor, the next motherfucker across town when you cross paths in a store, restaurant, whatever? What is so hard about that? You literally go in there, you got your mask on, you order your shit, you pull your mask down, take a drink, eat your food, put the shit back up, move on. What is so hard? All right. <laughs> Look, I wore my mask, so. But they in their party and be I you know me videos I have seen where they like a hundred, two hundred deep in a confined, you know, a three thousand square foot room. And just like none of y'all, nobody. And they looking at you weird if you don't have one, if you don't. Like if you have one on, like you the weirdo. Mm-hmm. It is a a whole ass Panera bread out there and you don't got a mask on? Tell him again. (laughs) Shit. A Panasonic. That is... I text... I text... The motherfucking Panini press. (laughs) A lot of people and was like, y'all fucked. Just a heads up. Y'all are. Y'all are. Hold on. Y'all are fucked. Fucked. Mm-hmm. No lube. Put my little joint back. <laughs> I said, you have got to be kidding me. <laughs> it was... Just, I'm not surprised. It was just how he went about it. It was just like as if this was like some shit to be hype about. So disgusting. He said, y'all, y'all just social distance, please. But y'all can like 100% like stadiums, all that. Y'all want to have concerts that you want to go eat. Everybody, cool. No mask. Do whatever you want. Sir, excuse me? I am uh, excited and not at the same time to see their numbers because I feel like they are getting ready to skyrocket. Probably. This is like getting in on sunlight like before fucking the, sunlight. I don't know. I don't know how Texas is on their vaccinations, but – but the I way they're going, less, I feel like a, I feel like a lot of them probably don't want to take the vaccine, but you know. I want to say that the article I read at, at the time of his announcement, it was less than four percent of the state was vaccinated. I was like, less than four percent. All right. Less two plus four. two is not making four right now. There's yeah. got to be another oh. number. Something Tell remaining. Me. The math ain't math and nays it. <laughs> Unrespectfully, disrespectfully, it's not making sense. Mm. When I, hey, look, I'm probably going to be going at some point in the next couple of weeks, I'm sure. Just look, y'all look at me like a weirdo if you want. Well, I mean, we kind of get looked at as weirdos here in Oklahoma. What you... They start looking at me too. Oh, I'm just gonna you... pull my dick out. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> <laughs> you 
Well, no. Look at me weird. Let me give you a reason. Look at me weird now. Look, look at you. Now I look at you looking at a black cock. Like, uh, I don't know how it is back over there, but here, like at the post office, the workers wear, but obviously not forced for like people coming in trying to get shit shipped off. They be looking at me like I'm crazy because I'm walking up in there with a mask. I mean, I can only imagine Texas where everybody just don't give a fuck. <laughs> Listen, I've been in some places where they ain't really made a big deal about it. And I've been pressed by niggas in other places. Like two months ago, I went with a homie. We was at some little, I don't know. He was at some beer store. You know, I don't drink, so I don't know nothing about any of that. Mm-hmm. And I was walking. We had gotten out of the car, and I was walking up to it, and I was getting it out of my pocket. I think I was on the phone or some shit like that, my mom or something like that. And like I was having trouble getting out of my pocket. I got caught on something. And he was like, yo, put your fucking mask on. And I was like, god damn, nigga. Like, I'm getting, like, fucking relax. Yeah. Hold on. Like, I'm getting it clearly. Yeah. And he was like, sorry, we just can't have you in there without it. I know, but yo. Not a fucking bozo. <laughs> relax. Are you dumb? Hold on. Getting it out. Damn, Nick. But like, he for real, like, pr- like, and huffed his chest out. I was like, all right. Relax, B. I'm getting it. Don't sit on me. <laughs> Big ass. Humpty Dumpty looking ass nigga. He's big as shit. Like, what, what, what if I don't, sir? Are you going to chase me? I'm not small either, but I can outrun you. Don't do that, man, fit you. <laughs> he just doing his job. <laughs> Listen, his lungs are shit. I can just look at him and tell. Oh, no. Well, big, hefty ass. I'm putting my mask on, though, dog. I, like, at least relax. you know he's enforcing it, okay? Yeah, like he pressed the nigga. Like if he'd got a hold of me, it probably would have been a long day for me. But like, you got to catch me first. <laughs> oh yeah, it'll look like the Scooby Doo uh, TV, <laughs> like a Scooby Doo cartoon. Yeah. Doing laps around his knee. <laughs> oh no, he wouldn't. He, he wouldn't catch me. No, my ankles. I'm saying you doing my, laps around. That's what I'm saying. My ankles <laughs> is shit, but like for a good like for five minutes, I'm alright. It's. After and I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna have to like, I'm like a steam train. I can't just take off. Like I ain't a dragster. Like I can't back. But like, if you let me like get like a brisk walk into a jog and into a jog into a run and from a run to a sprint, I'm gonna be all right. Yeah. <laughs> gotta warm up. Oh yeah, I gotta oil them up and let it get in. <laughs> Not all them up gotta now. Like, gotta work it and shit like that. I couldn't just take off. God. Okay. I ain't young no more. Shit. Mm. It's gonna, it's gonna hurt. All I can do is just send positive vibes to Texas, though, because. It's Sorry to that state. It really is. Sorry, Texas. Those governors like are. It's a big mistake that he did. Those governors are fucking momo. Fucking mook. I just it was like an album. It was like an album release. I got moves in 15 minutes. You got a mixtape or something dropping? It was sick. I said y'all some sick motherfuckers. I respect it though. Do y'all sing? Y'all gonna die though. Takes this mask up. If not, hey. Peace. <laughs> Fuck out of here, weirdos.
I got family members that I was I've seen on Snapchat and it's like, oh, you too? Uh, well. uh, it's over for you. Uh. But if y'all's dick didn't get anyways. <sighs> my boy. Yeah, my boy has had a great first quarter. Sean, Jay-Z Carter, uh, mm-hmm. Black Excellence, yet again, he's had a great first quarter. Mm-hmm. Absolutely beautiful. On a more positive yeah, note. Yeah. Sold. And they don't give a number out in what they mean. And so I've been trying to find an article that has give that will give a little more information and the information may be out, not be out there. <clears throat> but if you don't know what I'm talking about, get from under the fucking rock. Jay-Z, who owns Title, majority of Title has stole a majority stake. Now I don't know if that's his entire shares, all of his shares. I don't know how that works. I do not know. I am looking. I will report back when I get more information. But he has sold majority stake to Jack Dorsey, the owner of Twitter and also Square, which owns Cash App. So if you're wondering why Cash App's popping, Jack's popping. He sold the majority stake to Jack. um, And then in return, uh, he's gotten stock and uh, an amount of money between stock and money uh, ranging or estimated to be around 290-something million, $300 million, give or take a couple million. And then he's also now on the board of Square, which I am excited to see what comes of that. But I would just like to, you know, bring that up. That's, that's, that's excellent. It's beautiful. This is coming off of the back of him selling 50% of uh, Ace of Spades. Mm-hmm. The boy's making moves, and I'm just trying to figure out Trying to figure that out. What, what what are you doing here? What's going on here? He don't move. He this ain't checkers. This is chess. And I'm trying to figure out what's what is going his next on here. Move gonna be? I can't I can't figure out why he would have sold title. Hmm. I don't understand. I, I I'm not intelligent enough or I'm not seeing the picture clear enough to why. I don't I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. I've been reading articles. I've been reading. I've been doing a lot of reading, trying to figure it out. And uh, this is this is this is why I'm not a billionaire because I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. I'm sure you but know information will come out. <sighs> I can't see he any he's always I know it's, I know moved it's with motive. Z we're talking about, but like what if this one time it just wasn't a motive? Like, maybe he's just going to put that money towards something else that we don't know about that's behind the scenes. They've been pictured together a lot here within the last six months. So this has been mm-hmm. obviously anything, anytime, anytime you're doing business like this, obviously I think this, you know, this, is a, a lot, this has been a while coming. But So you think I'm he's in, networking? I'm, yeah, but I'm interested to see – what having him on the board at Square is doing for him and it with him for us as a culture because he has always, and it may not be as open because I feel like he's an extremely private person. He doesn't really have social media. He has Twitter and like every couple of years you'll see him pop up and it drives the fucking internet insane. But 
he's always moved with our culture in mind for the betterment of us. And you can hear stories from multiple people, artists, uh, other people, you know, of what he's done in order to help him, them. And so I'm trying to see the bigger picture here. Mm-hmm. What, what is he doing? What are you doing, Jay? DM me. You can get my phone number. It's not hard. I promise you. The amount of money you got, my number ain't hard to find. I just have questions. I just want to figure out what what he's doing. So I am interested. I want to see what the – I need to see the bigger picture. Explain the chess moves to me. Or don't. Keep your secrets. John? Well, if he's doing something, it'll come out. And then you can <clears throat> be peaceful. Oh, you know, I'm going to be all over Mentally. retweeting likes. I'm going to post <clears throat> At least for a moment <clears throat> until he does his next move. <laughs> Listen, I just. Yeah, because anything I see that's Jay-Z on my timeline, I know it's you. You know who it is. Always. You know who it is. I'm, Always. I, I... Always. <clears throat> Every time. I don't even have to scroll back. I'll be like, who retweeted this? Oh, man, I'm Look, I'm dick eating. It is what it is. Man's done a lot for our people, and I'm always going to support people who do things for us. Yeah. And he's the greatest rapper of all time. Debate it with your mama, nigga. Leave me alone. <laughs> this, this, this is. I'm gonna have fun with this because I told you, niggas. Oh, I fucking told you, niggas, on first or second podcast. I don't remember now. I told y'all that the Dolphins at Shed Aquarium in Chicago, Illinois, were fake. I went in 2018, and I said, mm, something's not right. That doesn't look natural. And so, sitting at home, minding my business, <clears throat> not getting other people's business, and I get a message, and I open it. Let me see if I can find it. Let me see if I can find it. Because the caption, I was like, mm, yeah, I told you motherfuckers, didn't I? Ah, I felt so uh, just, I, I just knew it. I get a message. Animatronic dolphins could replace real dolphins in captivity. I said, fucking knew it. I said, I told you motherfuckers that them shits wasn't real. And granted, I was mad. I really like I am on a lot of things, but I told these raggedy ass motherfuckers them shits wasn't real. <clears throat> and look at what is coming out. They had video footage of them, look just like the ones at Shade Aquarium in Chicago, Illinois. I knew it. I told a bunch of people. Everybody looked at me like I was the only person that didn't look at me like I was crazy. You did laugh, but granted, how I probably presented it was probably laughable. But for the people who said I was crazy, I fucking told you. <laughs> I did. I told them niggas, and they wanted to act like I was a nut job. Uh, and I probably am. But this time, I was right. And I'm going, Chicago. I'm coming for y'all. Shed Aquarium. I'm coming for y'all. So put the fucking dolphins up when you see me walk in, nigga. Because I'm a touch so, this time. In the article that you read, is there a way for you to detect the real from the fake? Like, is there any. Well, fuck, I couldn't tell. I don't know. 
they all look the same to me. <laughs> okay. I just uh, want to make sure you... No. I a real... Well, I don't know. Because I want to say those weren't mm. real. I haven't been there. But like, on your own mm. without being in captivity, like you ain't been to... Have I ever seen a real dolphin in the ocean? No, I have not. I've never. Yeah. I've only been in the okay. ocean once. It was cold. I know the dolphins weren't there. You got to go to Florida, I think, to see dolphins. And I ain't going to Florida because fuck Florida. I give you that. <laughs> the fuck oh, I want to go to Florida for? They got the Harry Potter thing. That's about it. Ace Hood's from there. That's pretty. So cool. how many did they have up there in Chicago in the Aquarium? The one that I went to, well, not the one that I went to, Shed Aquarium had where I seen with my own two eyes, and that's probably not even the proper usage of words, saw, seen, whatever. I fuck them up all the time. Eat a dick. Mm -hmm. Uh, Two. There were two of them. There were two dolphins there the day that I was there. They may have had more. Maybe there was some technical issues, and that's why there weren't more. But two were working, and they were there the day that I went. And so... Listen, maybe they were in safe mode and they couldn't, or they were in demo. I don't know. But there were two the day I went, and something just didn't seem right. The movement didn't seem correct. And so I should have went over to the little lady who was working over there and been like, you know, I know, right? And she'd have been like, huh? Wait, and I wait, just wait, walked wait. away. You did. <laughs> wait, I didn't. Wait, 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 I didn't do it, but I should have. Oh, I should have okay. went over to the little lady working there and just been like, "Sup?" She'd have been like, "What do you want?" And I'd be like, "I know," and I want you to know that I know about what y'all are doing back there. So I could yeah. have been standing next to you because I would have been ignorant right with your ass. I can do it. I, I want it. you to fucking know. I want you, Shed Aquarium, to fucking know that I know what the fuck y'all are doing with them dolphins. God damn it. <laughs> okay. So I just want to have an underlying like understanding. Like, what is your beef with the fake dolphins? Like, what? I just is don't it? feel like Does y'all should be trying to play this shit deep. off like the motherfuckers is real. Like, just be real about it. Like, if they fake, just be like, you're. We ain't have real ones. They endangered or whatever the situation is with the dolphins. Okay. I don't know. Like, I don't what if it dolphins. is the case and you are right and those that you did see are fake but they're doing it for a good cause like just to leave them in their natural habitat, stuff like that. I'm with you. And maybe they can help with the population maybe. You know, I'll buy two naked. tickets. Okay. But I just didn't know if you had like a like a beef or like what the issue was because you've been yeah, my beef is moment. if they fake if they fake just say they're just fake say on it. the flyer <laughs> don't put it off like they're real dolphins because you got children in here you tell them king <laughs> and they don't need to but that's the problem that's why so many fake niggas is never mind <laughs> not you making the correlation <laughs> That's why fake niggas are so supportive because y'all keep on supporting. Y'all keep on putting the fake in their face. And then that's why real anyways. Just admit that they're fake. Because I fucking know they're fake. I'm having such a serious moment. I'm I'm gonna figure out how to like get in a meeting with the manager or whoever. 
That's what that's what I told you. Look, if you see me in Chicago in the next coming weeks, know that I'm on a mission and I listen. Because I've had I just it. want everyone to know I am not laughing at Darian. I'm just laughing at the circumstance. This is our friendship. Like if he's really invested in something and I find it hilarious, I'm fucking laugh and vice versa. Okay. But there is no how should I put this? I'm not coming off. There's no way. proof to any of my statements that I'm making. I this is just <laughs> how I feel. And feelings is like booty holes. Everybody has one. This is an opinion. And I feel personally as though the dolphins were fake. Now, don't flood the fucking comments or hit my fucking DMs talking about, well, Darian, you've never seen a real dolphin in life. Argue with your mama, nigga. You correct. I have not seen a real dolphin, but then again, how do I know if those dolphins are real? That they have in the wilderness. Hmm? Now you thought about that one, have you, motherfucker? Oh my god. I know people look at you like you just fucking crazy. I know they look at that. Look, <laughs> and you want to know what? This I was so vindicated when that person, that article, my motherfucking DMs, because this nigga thought I was a nutso. I was a fucking yeah. bozo. And then I get the message, ding. And then I'm like, oh, shit, look who it is. What do you want? And I open it, and I'm like, ha! <laughs> and I said, I fucking told you. And you know what? Old dusty ass didn't reply. And that's not me speaking negatively on women. But I'm just saying, in that moment, you had a dusty ass, and I was right, and you were wrong, and... I would have just lacked an apology in the messages and I didn't get one. So whatever. But I told what I told you motherfuckers. Multiple people. <laughs> Multiple people. And I'm not maybe Shed Aquarium didn't have the fake dolphin. Maybe they are they were real, but the shit didn't look real to me. And so <sighs> don't play with me, play with your bitch. I'm going to go. I'm going to figure out. I'm just going to make a trip. That's it. Like I said, you see me on Snapchat in Chicago. I just, I got tired. I drove the 12 hours and I'm going to figure out the dolphin situation. Well, I just don't want it to be a failed trip if you're going to do this. I need you to have a layout of your investigation. So I know. Oh, listen. If they tell me, if they, if they can, listen, all they got to do, and this is, I know, PETA, white people, because y'all care about animals. Listen. They're going to have to cut one open for me. Slice and naked. Take a razor blade. I carry a knife with me all the time. I'll pull it out. We can do it. Hold up. Okay. A small slice. I'm not saying like chest and neck. And like, no, like just an ant. Let me see that it bleeds. Let me see that it's real. And y'all never hear from me. I'll come back on my, I'll come back on the podcast, on our platform, on my platform and be like, I was wrong. Shout out Shade Aquarium. Y'all got real dolphins. Sorry that I and I'll go, I'll DM, I'll do it live. I'll DM everyone that I told dolphins are fake. I'll do it live on the cam on camera. Takes every single one. I'll do a phone call. I'll call them all in on the podcast. Apologize. Hey, I'm sorry that I was a fucking nut job. Kind of not really though, but I was wrong. At least Shed Aquarium in Chicago, Illinois has real dolphins. But I don't think that they'll prove it to me because I don't think they'll cut one of them little motherfuckers open. 
<laughs> they're gonna try and hide behind the back that that's animal cruelty. Yeah, right. keeping a dolphin in captivity is animal Peter cruelty. Motherfucker, fuck Peter. Eat a dick, nigga. <laughs> They're going to try and hide behind the animal cruelty thing, and I don't have an argument for that one. Like, so where do we go from here? you just going to walk up and shank it yourself? Why are you going to do this? I don't know the setup. Prison style. I don't know if it's easy access for you to get over there. Quit. Look, because I, I don't know what it's like now, but when it was pre-COVID, if you paid X amount of dollars USD, you could, I think, touch one. Because I touched the beluga whale. Don't know if I was supposed to or not, but I did. Uh, and so you could go and, like, you could get, like, a private one-on-one. You know, they're going to do whatever they can to make money off of the, you know, what you ain't supposed to be doing, which is keeping animals in captivity, you dirty-ass motherfuckers. Let them niggas out in Lake Michigan. It's dirty probably there, too, but at least they got more room. Whatever. Anyways. You could have touched one, I felt like, I think is what the situation was. And I didn't pay the extra money because it was a time thing. Should have. So I could back up my hypothesis. Yeah. Or just come with more facts because I know I'm right, motherfuckers. Uh, neither here nor there. But they are doing it. They are making fake dolphins to help keep the ones that were in captivity out. So, yeah. On a more positive note, Bobby and Rowdy are both home. I know on the previous podcast, it was the day before. Uh, I did feel, I don't know if you felt it, I felt like probably the entire world felt it, something entering the atmosphere of ours. That was the New York Knicks snapback that he threw up in the hot nigga video. It did come back upon his departure from the prison that's supposed to be rehabilitation for people. We all know it's a lie. It's a fucking private Mm -hmm. industry. Anyways, it came back, landed back in his hand, just like it was supposed to. Bobby's free. Some real niggas is free. I want to see two million people in his fucking live instead of that fucking rats, that fucking snitch. But it ain't gonna happen. They don't. They don't support stand up men, nigga who took extra years to get his man less time. They don't support that. They ain't ever going to. Not like that. The fake is what's in now. That's why everybody hates me. So. But I'm happy to see him home. He looks happy. I like to see the people, our culture, the people who do respect and love things like that surround him and give him that 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 energy. Yeah. It's really nice to see. He don't know how to use technology very well. I tried to see him and Rowdy on live trying to do Facebook, Instagram live, and it was hilarious. <clears throat> but, I saw snippets you know, on Twitter. Yeah, that's what I saw. It was He'll get used to it, hopefully. It's golden. <laughs> golden. But I'm happy uh, as uh, not only as a fan of hip-hop, but, you know, as someone who cares about my culture very heavily to see him embraced in the manner that he is and was by people. Uh, again, middle America, you know, may not look at it that way, but, uh, yeah, that, that it was good to see. It's really good to see. 
This is a video of him getting offered alcohol. He was like, bitch, get off me. Don't touch me. Kept his and, he mask had a, on. and he had a mask on, which was beautiful. <laughs> he damn sure. And I don't think that I've seen him any pictures of him without one on. Well, yeah, I have, but he was in a, you know, in his house or a house, yeah. somebody's house. I don't know. You know, but he was in the club, all them people, and nope, masked up. It's it beautiful. Got <laughs> it's good here. This better Stay for your skin. Mm. And he, his skin is good. It looks like Franklin Saint. But I want to say even then, I don't know why that girl offered him alcohol. He's on probation. Why? What are you trying That's to, what set, about to say? Yeah, look, he's probably on probation. They trying to set. They trying and to set him up. And it was on video. They Come trying on, to man. set him up. Look, don't bend, don't he's break, stupid. don't shiver, don't shake. Free tax stone, by the way. Y'all may not know who that is. Do your Googles. Free tax stone. Do your Googles. Beloved. They don't know who that is. It's all right. All right. <laughs> Why we both say that? He'll be all right. Maybe. I don't know. Hopefully. But I'm that that shit, that is good to see. I really enjoyed it. Uh, I hope that he hits the ground running. I hope he gets back in the studio. If he even wants to do music. He may not even want to do music anymore. Seven years is a long time. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, whatever it is Bobby decides he wants to do, uh, Rowdy got back into music. He's, you know, released music on at, at a pretty good rate. Uh, if that's what Bobby decides to do, uh, I want nothing but the best. Uh, I don't normally buy music, allegedly. But for him... And that album, single, whatever it is it drops, I'll purchase it. Because I just want to support the real. Yeah. So, that is that is good to see. Um, and to the people who are snitches, I hope you die a very painful, long death. I hope it's agonizing. You fucking rat. Stay off real niggas' fucking fees. Trying to jam motherfuckers up. You know what he doing. <clears throat> well, that's for another day. Yeah, another day. I mean, you could just die today. That'd be cool, too. They could... Look, hey, look. Everybody gangbang until it's time to get rid of him. Yeah, get rid of him. Granted, <laughs> don't... Don't take what I just said. Look, don't, don't get jammed up over a fucking snake fucking rat don't but i mean somebody wanted to where's police where's police brutality then <clears throat> george zimmerman i'm so i'm that's why i know the one i'm so mad that they ain't got his ass yet what the fuck is he still here everybody he just keep doing shit i feel like it's the antagonizing of the shit like y'all killed nipsey hustle before george zimmerman really Really? Told you. You're going backwards. Really? (laughs) The world is crazy. It's an evil world we live in. Future was right. He wasn't talking about that, but it's an evil world we live in. Yep. Nothing but facts. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. This is why I'm going to leave the house. Unless I need to. ask you a personal question no you know you know i don't know you know we don't talk about this too much 
So I'm a general. Uh, give me a general general answer. And you can be a guess. It can be your opinion on what you would do. But how long would you wait to let a man you're either sleeping or uh, dating or someone that you are sleeping with exclusively start to fuck raw? I had this conversation with somebody the other day, and I was just wondering. Hey, don't look, don't incriminate, don't incriminate me or you. (laughs) This is a live podcast. Can I plead the fifth on this motherfucker? (laughs) (laughs) You really asking the wrong one. Okay, that's that's a good enough answer for me. I was thinking, uh, like three months if y'all are fucking exclusively or y'all are dating. I feel like three months is a good uh, one quarter and you get to see how they move it and everything. And then, you know, pull the strap off. I ain't saying shoot the club up. That's not, whoa, that's not what I'm saying. Get that clear. But, you know, unless you want to. You hit me with a nugget. You don't even know if you're going to be a worthy baby daddy or not. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing that. That's, That's what I'm saying. Like, I ain't saying shoot the club up. That's not what I'm saying. But, you know, pull out, bust on her forehead, Simba. You know, I'd say three. I feel like three months is a decent time. That's what the person that I was having that conversation with that was the. Yeah. Now, granted, it was two men. So, I mean, we probably shouldn't be the one to talk about what women should be doing. We shouldn't have been in women's business. But I feel <laughs> like three months is a decent amount of time. I give you that. I, I don't know. That's it. That I don't know. I really don't. I don't know, Darian. Oh, <laughs> floor your ass. Look, gotcha. What? Well, everybody. I know everybody's different. Everyone. Yeah, but like, I felt like as a generalization, if you know, I guess it depends on the type of connection you may have with that person. Yeah. Whether it be. <laughs> You know, you have to friends with benefits, or like you really trying to like move forward in the relationship. I, I really, can't I don't think that you should <laughs> listen. In my opinion, do whatever the fuck you want to do with y'all's bodies, women, because y'all have control over y'all's body, or whatever. Uh, you know, I still advocate, you know, for safe sex, but oh, but I'm saying like once y'all both know, it's clear. Because it. some know, people feel like three months may be too long. I'm like, you know, it. I'm trying to think. I don't know. <laughs> and just think, like you said, if you just know that person, maybe it could be short. Yeah, like I think if you know the person, you know, first out the gate, oh, first hit, and off in there. But I don't know. Things happen, you know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we we ain't gonna get into it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really things happen. So I don't I, I don't know. I just I just thought I would I, I, I me and a buddy were having a conversation and I was like, mm. good question to ask. Interesting. <laughs> uh rapid fire rounds here. All-star weekend happened. Uh, all I know is Team LeBron won. I don't know anything mm-hmm. other than that. Apparently, little baby can't play basketball very well. 
Chris That's Brown called out Quavo. Uh, I would like to see you niggas ball because I know Chris is nice. But then from the snippets that he I saw, he called him out to like what a one on one. He just said that he would do these niggas. Now I want to say he called Quavo out by name in the in the Instagram story. I didn't see it per se with my own two <laughs> eyes, but I believe that's what the article read. I don't know. Quavo said he's the best basketball player in rap. I would like to debate that myself because mm-hmm. do y'all consider Dame Lillard a rapper or a basketball player? Because he does both very well, and he doing all you niggas. Uh, Jermaine Cole's alive. Dave East is alive. Chris Brown, I know for a fact, is super nice. <clears throat> Lil Dirk should have went to the NBA, but I understand gangbanging was more pre- prevalent at the time because his shot, his form is he should be signed to a team, whether it's a 10-day, whatever it is. I don't know. He might fight one of you niggas if y'all try to do a hard foul. I don't know. But that uh, shot what? is – that's – if religion is your thing, that is a God-given gift. The way he like that shot, his form is perfect. <clears throat> and don't take my word for it. I'm fat as fuck. I don't know, but they. I said Dave East. Uh, the game, the game is super nice. There are some of these basketball players that I feel like want would want to test that one-on-one. Quavo, I don't know. Y'all should do that for money, maybe pay-per-view. I ain't gonna pay for it, but I'll illegally stream it. <clears throat> On another note, uh, some new music came out on the music front. Uh, Drake put out uh, Scary Hours 2. The first song, in my opinion, was Ass. Uh, He did another one with Little Baby, and Little Baby did what Ted Bundy did to women, which was murder. And he (laughs) ate... He ate on he outwrapped that nigga so bad that he had to call Rick Ross and do another song after that, and then said, "Just let the beat breathe, because I'm about to rap for four minutes straight." Because a murder was committed on the song prior to that, and it was sequenced like that, where that song with Little Baby was second, and then he was like, "I right, because I got absolutely demolished on that. Let me go ahead and just do what." Allegedly, I do. I don't know who writes Drake's lyrics. If it's him, somebody else probably. Uh, whoever, whoever wrote that that song, his his verse is on that song. They did they thing. So, kudos to whoever that was. Little baby committed a murder on that song. Uh, Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack have a. Album coming out. They dropped a single. Uh, you heard it here first. That album is going to change the landscape of music. Oh, yeah? The end. That – I would have never thought about it, but it made so much sense. And then I heard the song, and it is phenomenal. It is called Leave the Door Open. It's Anderson mm-hmm. Pack, Bruno Mars, and Silk Sonic. It is exact. It sounds exactly how you thought it would, which is perfection. I just want to wear silk shirts, and if I had chest hair, I'd undo the top three buttons, let a gold chain hang. But I don't have none of that, and so I can't. But leave the door open. It's good. It's great. <clears throat> Go ahead and put it on your wish list. Uh, 
YNW Melly has a song with Kodak Black called Thugged Out. It's pretty nice. It's cool. Uh, I would say Free Melly, but I don't know about that. Um, the music's great. Also, allegedly murdered two of his friends. So I don't know about that one. Uh, Jaquise has a song called Freak, Freaky as Me with Mulatto. I've never Jeez, been a fan of him, but that song is hard. It may have just been Mulatto. I, I don't know. The song was hard. I may have been hard. Allegedly, it was really good though. Little Baby also has a song called out Real As It Gets with ESTG. Don't know who the fuck that is. Little Baby does what Little Baby does on the songs. Little Baby has granted himself the um, – he has the ability now to where if I see his name featured or it's a song by him, I don't need to listen to it. I'm going to download it because all the songs he has are hard. And so he gets that going to support it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Is that it? There's some albums that came out, but I hadn't had a chance to listen to it. I've been super, super lazy. Uh, Young Doc and Key Glock have not only an album coming, but they released a single called Aspen. Mm-hmm. It's what you would expect out of Key Glock and, and, and Young Doc. I liked it. <clears throat> a lot of gritty-ass beats, a lot of up-paced gritty beats. It's really nice. Maroon 5 and Meg The Stallion have a song come out. Uh, I didn't mention it originally because it's ass, in my opinion. I saw it being like, sorry, not advertised on Twitter, but I didn't click it. I just wasn't mm-hmm. expecting her with Maroon Five, but I never listened to them. So you didn't miss anything, in my opinion. That's my opinion. I don't think it's that good. Was her part even decent? Uh, I got about four bars into it and turned it off. I tried. Okay. I really did. I didn't like the remote. Maroon, Jesus Christ, my fucking. I didn't like the Maroon Five part, but I was like, maybe Meg will just kill it. And then I don't think her flow matched the tempo of the beat. I think she needed to switch her flow up on that, and she did her normal flow. And I got about four bars in and was like, nope. Gotcha. I shut it off. I could not do it. Uh, the Coming to America soundtrack is out. It looks really good. I ain't listened to a fucking song off of it. Also have not watched the movie, but by the time we record the next podcast, I will have watched it and I will have a uh, review. Whatever. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, they has a song out. Yes, they, T-H-E-Y, all caps, has a song with uh, Kiana Lede. I think that's how you say that. I don't know. Kiana Lede. Count me in. It's a they. It's another one of them people. I see them. I hit download. I don't need to listen to it. I know it's going to be fire. It's R&B. If you like R&B, they has amazing R&B music. They have a EP out, the Amanda tape. It's been out for a little bit, but R&B is your thing. Hey, fuck with it because it's amazing. And then Currency uh, put out a small EP. It's really good. Currency makes really good music. Your cousin actually put me onto them because I didn't, or him, I didn't really like listen to Currency a lot. It put me on. It's amazing. And then uh, Fred cousin, the Godson. Huh? You talking about my cousin with the same name as you? Which cousin? Who are you talking about? Juan Pablo. Ow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so done with you, bro. All right. Yeah, he put me on to it. Bad job. <laughs> Fred the Godson put out a, a EP. Well, his estate did. Rest in peace, Fred the Godson. If you like rap, 
lyrical miracle rapidity rap just to live stick to your rib that's what that is and it's really good uh so rest in peace Fred the godson really good album and then it bryson tiller put out one uh deluxe of the album he dropped a long time ago it was really good um i think that's it i think that's Anything else I don't really care too much about. Chloe and Haley put out an album. I haven't listened to it. I've never listened to any of their music, so it probably is good. But I don't – I don't – you know how the music I listen to. I ain't slinging – if I ain't a work, I'm, but I feel like it's probably really good because I've heard really good things about it. I just haven't taken the time out to do it. But I am going to. I'll get to it. Just like I tell everybody, I'm going to get to whatever they send me. I never do. But eventually it'll happen. My problem is I can't get I can't stop putting Pooh Shiesty on. I just I'm sorry guys. <laughs> That's the only thing that makes me want to go to Texas. Cause I know that just that bar. I know mm-hmm. that bar goes off in the club. Oh yeah. I might I let it off. That. I might let it off in the club. They probably <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> I ain't even supposed to be in possession of one. Probably got a policy but... guns at the door, please. Like, <laughs> listen, come on now. That's the spot. I might air it out. Shit. I might air it out. Five and a damn twenty. Fucking around with that shit. Unless I ain't got no speed tickets. Not gonna wood. <laughs> listen, you can't let me. You can't. I. It should be illegal to play that in the car. But I've spoken about that. I had a conversation with a homie this weekend about that. I said you shouldn't be allowed to just. Listen to that in public, private, in the car. He's doing a big <laughs> Gucci man. We one day we're gonna have a conversation about Gucci man. Not today. Gucci you know, the pod's, <laughs> pod's gone on, but Gucci man has introduced us to so many artists. We don't speak about Gucci Mane enough as an A&R or artist relations considering how many popular acts got attention mainly from doing mixtapes or music with Gucci Mane. The list is fucking long. And the group he has right now, the new 1017, Nah, he that that man's different. We need to speak about Gucci Man in a different light. Yeah, clone or not, he's able to clone. see. He's able to see things in these people that others are not seeing. He's not way. too big to do a, a a song with an artist that isn't popular. Like you, yeah. I could go through his mixtapes and the names that are popular right now. Not only his mixtapes, but he's done collaborations with some of these artists way before they were mainstream artists. I mean, it and it, it's we won't, we'll have a conversation about it. Maybe next podcast, I'll try and put together a list. Um, I just like whether, how he can be cocky and humble at the same damn time. How about that? If that makes yeah, sense, he but he can stand on it, he can stand know, on his yeah, cockiness. But like, I give him props for that because it's like, you know, he remembers where he comes from. But like you said, giving these artists a chance, he's not too big to do a song with them. No, you, we, but we, you know, he's going to talk his shit too. Yeah. As time. a culture, we need to talk about Gucci Mane in a different light than we do a lot of other artists. 
because yes, he may not be as big as some of these artists, but his ability to put people on and even when they become bigger than him, him still support these artists. We yep. need to speak about Gucci in a different light compared to a lot of the let's see, look, Clayton is always gonna be. <laughs> I ain't ever gonna let that one go. <clears throat> they always gonna they're always gonna do bigger, but not nah, like real. That's a real nigga. Mm-hmm. But they, like I said, they're going to speak about, we're going to do it. If, if Look, if nobody else is going to do it, I can guarantee you on this platform, on this podcast, Darian's going to hype up the artists that deserve to be recognized. And I'm going to speak about the legends in the manner that they are supposed to be speaking spoken about. I'm a dick eat if I have to. Why you gotta say it like that? <laughs> because that's what they gonna say. Marion's dick eating. Yeah, and right. Yeah, we gonna do it. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna, I'll put it. I, I'll say that. <clears throat> I'll like five people playlist. I ain't put none of them together. I got. I'll put a list together about Gucci Man. It may be like another two weeks before I do this, but I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it done. In the upcoming, within the next hundred podcasts, I'm going to have made this list. So I got 97 more to do. I got 97 other before I got to do it. It'll get done. I believe it's going to be. He got mixtapes. The nigga got mixtapes with Uzi that are like six or seven years old. Uzi? Mm-hmm. I see. I don't know about that. Maybe you got all the Gucci stuff on your phone. <laughs> there ain't a fucking Gucci. There ain't a Gucci song that I don't got on my phone. So, here it is. So, we'll, I'll get it done eventually. I, shout out Gucci, man. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard him talk? I was, there's some snippet came up on uh, Twitter the other day of uh, Gilly and Wallow on the on their podcast. And <laughs> they, were, they were interviewing Pooch Heisty. And he's had a snippet. And he was talking about his, his, his brother. His brother. <laughs> that shit is in there. And that's what they were like. You just say with everything, don't you? Because <laughs> the way he's pronouncing. Game of freaking habit. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna figure out how to. I'm gonna figure out how to get the videos on the screen and where the audio will record to. I'm gonna figure that out. <laughs> that way, I can start showing. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. Brother. Oh fuck! <laughs> yeah, and it, it actually that shit is. It's in there. It's deep. Pause. Ah! Throw a pause on that. But yeah, it's that shit is mm, it's good. And one day the it. conversation we had prior to the podcast, I'll come out and we'll talk about that on on live. But it's not going to be today. Okay. I got to experience it all the way before I start speaking about it. I don't know. I don't know how long we're in. I think probably about an hour and a half. We're, if you good, I'm good. We're good. We can end the recording. Again, thank you guys for uh, watching. Uh, subscribe, like, comment if you want. And uh, thank you guys for watching. It's another another edition of the We'll Figure This Shit Out Later podcast. We still ain't figured out a name. We may not have. We might leave it what it no, is. Have it. Just oh, leave no. it. Let marinate. <laughs> I think it worked. We'll figure it out. But either way, 
Thank you guys for watching. Peace. Peace. <laughs>